Welcome to the Psychology of Successful Women podcast, where we explore the mindset, behavior, and success strategies of high-achieving women. It's an inspirational show that helps ambitious women maximize their performance from the inside out and thrive in the world of business. I'm your host, Shona Rowan, inspirational speaker, mindset and high-performance coach, and founder of the Psychology of Successful Women Career and Business Acceleration Programs. On each episode, you will hear insightful conversations with trailblazing women about how they have built a successful career or thriving business and how they cope with setbacks and challenges. Most importantly, each episode will help you sharpen your mindset, share practical advice, and inspire you to take your success to the next level. Today's guest on the Psychology of Successful Women podcast is Helen Burness. Helen is a legal marketing coach and consultant, and after many years at the forefront of change in legal, she set up her own consultancy, Saltmarsh Marketing. She now champions purpose-led, innovative founders and businesses through modern marketing, giving them a powerfully recognizable voice that drives consistency and confidence in the marketplace. Helen combines her marketing consultancy work with her pro bono passion, leading a diverse global community of women leading innovation, Could She Breaks the Law. So grab a pen and paper as Helen shares with us her story and advice on transitioning from corporate to starting her own business, her practical tips for success and fulfillment, why embracing your unique story and authenticity is key to accelerating your career and so much more. So Helen, welcome to the Psychology of Successful Women podcast. It's so great to be speaking with you today. Hi, hello Shona. It's lovely to be here in the UK, in Australia. (laughs) Thank you so much for making the time. And like you said, aren't we lucky for technology in times like this that we can connect on the opposite side of the world? Um, (laughs) So one of the things I was really keen to talk to you about is your career journey and transition from working in a large corporate to branching out and creating a fabulous portfolio career and growing your own consultancy, Saltmarsh Marketing, as well as your pro bono passion as CMO of She Breaks the Law. So I guess to kick off, I'm curious to know what prompted, you know, the change from corporate to running your own business? Um, So I think the fire was lit in me from quite an early (laughs) stage, actually, because I moved from a big corporate to a smaller business. And then I moved to a a, quite a dynamic startup where I was surrounded by this very entrepreneurial mindset and and different way of thinking and this drive to do things differently and sort of break the mold. So I think the seed was sown Mm. when I was working there. But actually what I'd say prompted the move to to really take the... um, what's the word, take the leap and uh, set yeah. up salt marketing was yeah. um, life circumstances because I had yep. young children. Yeah. Um, I still have young children, but my daughter <laughs> was born with a rare chromosome disorder and special needs. And, you know, any, anyone that cares for a child with a disability will know it's just all consuming, mm. so much therapeutic intervention, so much yeah. kind of trying to navigate the system. And I found that really hard to manage with mm-hmm. a permanent job where I wanted to be giving that 150% all the time and you know I felt I was kind of letting the team down and it, it was really difficult to manage but I had two amazing female founders I worked for that were so progressive and their whole mm. um, view was always we'll just find a way we'll find a solution you know we'll we'll figure it out um, so when I said to them look I think it's time that I, I step back now to focus mm-hmm. on my daughter they were like no we can make this work let's find a way to make this work we think you know why don't you set up as a consultant be a consultant to the business that way 
we can compartmentalize what you do, make it more project based in terms of, you know, um, how you're working and then you'll get to focus on your daughter as well. Um, so I was so lucky that they mm-hmm. did that because what that actually did was provide me with a launch pad and security of working in that consultancy way for a client I knew really, really well. And I yeah. worked on some amazing projects um, still mm-hmm. as a consultant. I worked on their whole rebrand. I worked on their integration when they mm-hmm. were bought by a US law company yeah. uh, and all the position communications around that. So I have this great launch pad doing work for them whilst building up my other client mm. base. Um, and now sort of since last year, since they built their exit, I've been out there in the marketplace working with, with lots of different clients. So mm. it's been a journey and I was very lucky yeah. to have that as the launch pad. Yeah. And then obviously working for She Breaks the Law has sort of come as a result of me focusing on these very disruptive um, clients um, who are changing service delivery and, and driving yeah. change in legal. So that's what led to me joining the team at She Breaks the Law. Oh, thank you so much for sharing that story. And I love hearing all about how, how people embark on these journeys and, and your very authentic story there. And it was great to hear that you had that support. And I know having watched you on your journey, like things have just gone from strength to strength for you. So, you know, congratulations on all the success that you're having since you took that leap. And I'm going to dig into a few of the things you just mentioned there <laughs> even more in just a moment. So, you know, one of the things you and me have connected on over the over the many years, and we both share this huge passion, is for supporting other women in business. And you've already mentioned, you know, she breaks the law there. And one of my big aims with starting this podcast is to help other women accelerate their careers, boost their success in business, especially during these strange COVID times, Helen. So, you know, I would love to know, what are some of your practical tips to help other women you know, have a fulfilling and successful career to help them boost their success, you know, whatever that looks like to them? There's so many, aren't there? But the first one is um, to be authentic. Um, And I know, you know, we talk about this so much in business, don't we? Especially for me, I do a lot of social media coaching and I talk about authenticity and being authentic. And you're brilliant at social media, Helen. (laughs) (laughs) It's all out there, I'm 100%. (laughs) But, you know, it does become a bit of a cliche. Um, and what do we mean about being authentic? And I think from my point of view, it's about, you know, really being who you really are and not trying to live in this kind of PR version of yourself, which is really mm. easy to slip into when we live in this world of perfect Instagram grids. I mean, you and me have <laughs> talked about this and the pressure yeah. that that creates. It's about being really real, um, flaws and all, because I think there is just yeah. such huge power in being vulnerable. Mm. Um, you know I think when you're vulnerable that's what what leads to really powerful sort of connections um and I think it's also difficult sometimes to be authentic when you live in the corporate world and you feel like you need to suit a certain mold so you know you conform to that mold but I think if you're not yourself not only does it limit not only does it limit you in so many ways, it does stop you, like I said, making those really lovely moments of emotional connection mm. that actually lead to very positive and meaningful relationships. And it's something, you've already mentioned it, it's something I worry about quite a lot in this digital world that we're living in at the moment, that we're missing out on those water cooler moments where we just really get to be ourselves and form those bonds. It's just so hard to replicate that digitally. Mm. Mm. 
Well, I have to say, you know, authenticity is such a strength of yours. And and also just following you on social media, Helen, and I'll obviously post all your links at the end. But for anyone listening, you must follow Helen because you do just brighten my day and your humor <laughs> and your authenticity and your genuineness. And like you said, flaws and all, like some of your posts, honestly, during the peak of COVID just had me in fits of hysterics. So thank you for being so vulnerable and honest and showing up in that way. I think that takes real courage and and it's hugely attractive. You know, people are drawn to that. And like you said, how do you build those genuine emotional connections with people if, if people aren't kind of being vulnerable with you and, and those sorts of things? So I love, love, love that tip. And it so is you. You embody that in every single way. What would be another one of your top tips, Helen, especially for women in business or women either wanting to start their own business or women that do work in corporates? Something you've, you know, learned along the way. So this, I think the second thing, and it's something, again, we don't, we haven't in the past done very well in the corporate world, um, is to lift other people up. Um, and I don't think we've done it very well because in the corporate world, we can be so competitive. And it always really jarred with me when I um, was working for certain companies. That I felt I couldn't openly admire what the competition were doing. And people internally were, you know, competitive with each other and sometimes held back on praise for each other. But I think, you know, if you lift people up and you're very open and generous with your support, it creates this really positive network of people mm-hmm. who will support you back. So, so what's to lose? And, you know, I feel really strongly about supporting your competitors. You know, your, your competitors drive you to be better. And there's yeah. lots of people doing what I do. There's lots of people doing marketing consultancy within the legal industry. Yeah. But actually, some of those people are some of my best professional friends and they really inspire me every day. And I look at what they're doing and I go, well, that's a benchmark. I've got to be as good. Yeah. So, you know, do support your um, competitors, support your colleagues. And I think at the moment, you know, support your leaders because yeah. this is a really tough time for those right at the top um you know they are making just really difficult decisions every day in in a really difficult climate so I think lift other people up help create that positive ripple effect um, and create professional good karma oh I love that as well and again that positivity piece is so huge and the sense of like you said compassion and trying not to judge each other because we're all doing the best that we can aren't we going through this horrendous you know situation on lots of levels everyone's dealing with it in their own kind of way and that sense of if you support other people you know it creates that positive energy around you and it does come back and all those sorts of things I absolutely love that and again you know that is so a part of your authentic brand that positivity and that generosity of spirit I love that about you and it's one of the reasons I wanted to have you on the podcast um if you had a third tip Helen is there something else that springs to mind so last tip, I think it's going to hook into that professional good karma point. Um, because I, I love that phrase, by the way, professional, professional good, karma. good karma. I love that. I love that. Trademark. <laughs> Tell them, Vinny. I put that there on my go. website. There you go. So, um, it's whatever the situation. And, you know, we know there are just constantly sticky and difficult situations in business, whether you're employed yeah. or you're independent. They come up yeah. all the time. Yeah. So it's whatever the situation is to keep your professional integrity intact and always look to preserve relationships. You know, I've been around long enough now in my industry to, to see how the circuit works, obviously. Um, and so many people from my background are now clients or very influential. Mm. The world is a really small one and yeah. word of mouth is really powerful. But also, I do think we all deserve to be treated with um, integrity and respect. Um, so I think always really, even when it's really tough, aim for that very high level of professional yeah. integrity. 
Um, and have values that you you uh, live by and lead by example in every way, not just publicly. Um, don't have that just public face of I'm doing this, but but really live by those values. Again, I think that really hooks into the authenticity point we've been talking yeah. about. Yeah, and I love that you said like even behind closed doors. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like be that role model, be the person that you want to yeah. be, not just in public, not just online. You know, like you said, those authentic showing those values, living those things that you you know you say you you value and is part, is a part of your brand identity. So I love that huge. You know, integrity is such a huge part of business, and the world is so small. You know, especially with technology, Helen. You know, I've definitely noticed that since moving back to Australia from London. I'm like, we're all so connected, and you know, relationships are, are the basis of business. So they're all the basis of fulfillment. You know, all those. Yeah things um I love that tip so we mentioned earlier she breaks the law so perhaps you could tell us a little bit more about she breaks the law because I know you've you've grown hugely in numbers over just over a year or so it's going from strength to strength so yeah tell our listeners a little bit more about that and your role in that yeah so we call it the flame that became a fire (laughs) because it was the the flame of an idea which which you know really really took off so quickly more than we could have ever uh, imagined but um uh, she breaks the law is a global innovation network for women it was founded on international women's day in 2019 love it yep. 18 months ago now by um, i can't take um credit for the co-creation <laughs> i did not co-create it but it was um founded by three amazing women in legal who wanted to create this empowering community for women from all disciplines and backgrounds who really cared about change and transformation in the legal sector. So at the time, I I caught wind of it and I thought it just sounded fantastic and Mm. that we need this kind of collaborative community in legal. Um, So I was involved in the launch as CMO and now I work um, as part of the board in driving the community forward. Um, And I think one of the unique unique aspects, because people do say, what's what's the difference? in other networks and I think one of the unique aspects of our community of lawbreakers as we call them is the fact that we are collaborative Mm. and we have so many women from so many different roles and backgrounds so whether you're a private practice law lawyer or or general counsel or you're a female founder or you're an academic or you're a knowledge manager or you're a business development professional we have this very very diverse global membership of women from all these different job roles, from all these different um, parts of the world who all come together because they believe in driving change and service delivery and, you know, progress in the industry. Because we do think collaboration is what leads to kind of innovation. So we are over 2,000 members now globally Mm. in 50 countries. Well done. Um, it's yeah I mean it's it's really like I said it's amazing I think the inclusive inclusive nature of the community has really really brought people together and given people who women who might not have felt like they belonged Mm. somewhere it's given them a community to be part of because we're very much driven on the values like I say rather than the discipline so we have four strands of activity we have she connects which is about women building their strategic networks mm-hmm. um she shares which is about women sharing and we've already talked about it they're very authentic career stories um yeah. because we want we don't want women to look at each other and go oh i don't know how she does that yeah, yeah we want to be honest or whatever yeah um, exactly honest about the challenges and the obstacles and how to overcome oh. them um we have she develops which is offering sort of training and upskilling opportunities to members and she creates which is where our members come together to, to co-create initiatives yeah. um 
it's a really lovely, empowering space where we all aim to support each other mm. and connect and share and develop and create all of those things. Um, after the kind of 18 months of hyper growth, um, we're now looking at the future and working out what we do to keep creating real value for the members to work out what our lawbreakers really value and how we can yeah. do more of that and it's been such a challenge with covid because mm, i can imagine one of the very special things we did was bringing women together for these real life events and there was a very special energy in that room it mm. created a really safe environment for women to talk to each other to share their stories um and it, it was it was like i said very special you you can't really replicate that um although we are you know, running with a lot of virtual meetups, virtual coffee breakers. We've had virtual lunch, lunch breaker, um, virtual lunches. We're hoping to have a She Shares virtual event at the end of the year. Um, so we are overcoming those kind of obstacles to find as other organisations yeah. and businesses are doing to find a new way. And the great thing about pivoting entirely digitally is mm. it really has brought us together globally. Yeah. So now I sit on, you know, monthly virtual copies, which are run by, by our East Coast and US lawbreakers. And it's such an amazing, diverse global audience of people in South Africa and people in yeah. the UK and people in Brazil and people in the US. So I think that's the beauty of having mm. pivoted online like this is it has really brought us together globally. Well, huge fan of, of She Breaks the Law, Helen, and I will definitely post the links on all the things that we post about this podcast because I know lots of women in my network are already members and rave about it, and I know there's lots of other women that I've worked with and met who probably haven't joined yet, so I'll definitely do a big plug. Everyone listening in, make sure you look up She Breaks the Law um, and get involved in all the great initiatives you said. And I love your point about, you know, technology can bring people together in that way because that's one yeah. of the benefits. You know, if you look for a silver lining with covid and like, you know, you and me talking now, a lot of these things maybe wouldn't have happened or been accelerated in the same way had we not all had to innovate and go, well, how can I stay connected to people? And I don't want to feel isolated. And how do I stay in touch with my clients and my colleagues and my friends? So I love hearing that about, about your great network. So, you know, hindsight is a great thing and you've got so much wisdom. You know, when I look back at my career, I think there's always things I think, oh, if I'd known that earlier, if I could tell my younger self that to kind of alleviate some of my stress or whatever, you know. Is there a piece of advice, if you could go back and tell your younger self something to comfort her or reassure her, you know, is something that springs to mind, you know, that you'd like to say in hindsight to your younger self? We, we kind of had a chat about this, didn't we, when we, we, we spoke the other week and you yeah. said often people say they would say to have more fun. Yeah. But I can tell you that I had like maximum fun. In I love that you say that. I love that you say that. <laughs> And I don't think I would go back and say to younger Helen, please have more fun. I don't think it would be possible. So I think um, I would say um, I spent a lot of my early law firm career trying to fit a mould that I didn't necessarily yeah. fit. I came yeah. from an Asian background into a corporate law firm and I found that very different. And yeah. back then, it was 20 years ago because, you know, I'm old now, I found it, um, I did find it quite stifling. And I think mm. rather than out for the things I really believed in and trying to create and, and be the change um I did try and fit in and go with the flow and now yeah. I wish I'd been bold enough to to go back then and to create the change and champion the things that I really passionately believed in so I think yeah. advice to my younger self would be to really harness my passion more and find like-minded individuals um yeah 
that believe in the same things as me, uh, believe in creating positive change and sort of go yeah. for it, even though that might feel like I'm going against the grain. So that's that's one thing I'd advise myself to do. But I think more important than that, than that I would say, you know, to be proud of my story and own my roots more. Mm. I think coming to a city law firm, I did feel I needed to fit in with the narrative, uh, you know, and that's what I did. But I can tell you that my greatest career successes have become when I've strayed very true to myself and yeah. I have just unashamedly me and proud of my roots and, yeah. you know, everything that comes with that. And I do think, feel really strongly that when we liberate our true self, that's when the career magic really happens. Yeah. Oh, I love that sense that you just said then about that courage to kind of be your true self in all of your glory. And, you know, not everyone's going to get it, but the people that do, they are your tribe. And like you just said then, when you embrace that, that's when you've had the most success and the most fun and the most sense of fulfilment and all those kinds of things. And I think that's a really important tip for everyone listening in. And I know throughout my career, I've had to really remind myself of that. And then you kind of forget it a little bit, or you do want to fit in for whatever reason, you move to a new place or you're in a new company and we all want to be liked and we all want to be accepted. But I love that sense of, you know, the courage to be true to yourself. I think that's a really powerful message. And again, we could talk about that on lots of different levels, but, you know, definitely in the workplace and also in our personal lives. So building on that amazing advice that you'd give your younger self, is there a piece of standout advice, Helen, that you've received from someone else, you know, in your career? You've obviously had lots of great mentors and friends and coaches and all sorts of training and development. Is there one piece of kind of gold that stands out that you would love to share? Something that you just think that was an awesome piece of advice? God, I've had so much good advice. It's really hard to, you know, work out, work it out. Give us two. You can give us two, Helen. (laughs) I think think the the best advice, I think, it was something that really helped me change my career mindset overall. And it was to not make it about a job, but to really make, you know, it about a legacy and what you're doing to leave your mark in the professional world. And I think thinking like that and changing my mindset about it being a job and just, you know, doing what I'm doing to pay the mortgage. I think that really helped me widen my perspective when it came to my profession and engage in things outside my day job. But those things have actually now become the day job, if that makes sense. Yeah. So I've worked with so many amazing women in the legal sector who have taught me this in different ways and have used what they are doing in the legal industry to drive a lot of change in terms of equality and diversity. And I really, I stand on their shoulders. So I kind of hope they are all listening to this and know (laughs) who they are. So I think that's the best piece of advice. Love that. So building on that, I want to ask all my amazing, you know, female guests on the show, Something they're really proud of achieving. As women, we can sometimes feel a bit funny about talking about that, you know, and often we're raised to be really humble and that side of thing. So I thought I want to shine a light on you and I want to ask you that so you get to share that in an open forum. So is this something you're just really proud of achieving, Helen, in your professional life? It doesn't have to be the biggest thing, but just something that you're really proud of achieving. Well, I'm, I'm pretty proud of how my few freelancing projects turned out. Because it was really three years ago, you know, the whole point of this, you know, was that I just literally did a few freelancing projects. And I remember saying to my husband, you know, I'm just going to freelance now. I'm just going to fly under the radar for a bit, give myself some headspace. And that was honestly, that's what I was going to do. So, you know, I am proud of how that has turned out. A business and everything that goes with it and it is you know ironically the hardest I've ever worked but it's 
doing work I love for clients yeah. I love um, and you know it's incredibly rewarding so Aww. I'm you know, I'm really pretty proud of how that has turned out and obviously really proud of the community of, of, yeah. of She Breaks the Law as well. Oh, and well done again for all your success I think you know it's amazing the stuff that you've achieved and in such a small amount of time Helen as well so we're nearly at the end of the podcast I know you're you know you're a busy lady you've got so many things on your your plate and your agenda so I'd love to ask you maybe two final questions one is there an inspirational quote or something you tell yourself when you're faced with a challenge and you need to kind of recenter yourself or or you just have a top like mood lifting you know strategy Helen you're always so positive is there like a gold <laughs> Helen mood lifting strategy when the going gets tough and it's all kind of coming a little bit you know challenging for you what do you what do you I, do in those moments what do you tell yourself I'm always like that Shona always <laughs> <laughs> even even at home just a ray of light all the time no I think um, I'm quite fickle when it comes to inspirational quotes and I kind of tend to have a different one every week but I think at the moment um I'm really a little bit obsessed about Ruth Bader Ginsburg and you know after yeah. she sadly she sadly died last month and I've been watching a lot of documentaries about her and reading up about her and I love her quote fight for the things you care about but do it in a way that will lead mm. others to join you and I always have this in mind when I'm campaigning for for change yeah. in the legal sector and for equality and, and diversity, diversity through the disability advocacy work I do. But yeah. I think the one that I will always, always come back to is Maya Angelou, because when she said, people will forget what you yeah. said, but people will forget what you did, but people will never forget how you made them feel. Yeah. And that to me is just a really important mantra to always have in mind when you are dealing with people um, and to make sure that you are always treating people with kindness and respect and integrity. Oh, I love that. And it's one of my favourites as well. And that's what I remembered about you, Helen. The first time I met you, I can't remember what we spoke about. It was a long time ago, but I remember coming away going, she's... We met in real life. Yeah, we did. We met in real life. But you know what I mean? It's that feeling that you do get from people. I, lo- I love that quote. And so very final question, what, you know, what's next for Helen with all these great things? What's next for Salt Marsh Marketing? You and Salt Marsh. Um, so what's next? I just think getting to the end of 2020 in one piece <laughs> would be a, mass- a massive result for everyone. So let's oh, just all I agree with it. you pat ourselves on the back if we if we manage to do that but um I think you know what's next is just keeping driving change um in every way driving change in legal through what I do with salt marsh marketing and, and she breaks the law and in the world when it comes to diversity and inclusion through my disability advocacy work that I do for my daughter yeah. so that's what's next well, look, you're amazing and I've so loved talking to you and I know that we could talk forever, but we don't have the time to do that. So thank you for sharing your practical wisdom and your amazing advice to all our listeners and I really look forward to staying in touch. Oh, lovely. Thank you. Lovely to speak to you. Bye. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to the Psychology of Successful Women podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, be sure to hit the subscribe button or go to psychologyofsuccessfulwomen.com to download our free ebook and access a bunch of other resources. See you on the next episode.